Well, we have talked a little bit about a couple of big issues in Surrey. One, the Surrey RCMP and the transition to a civic force and an election promise to hold a referendum on that. Also talking about crime in Surrey and the RCMP earlier today sent out some photos identifying suspects involved in vandalism at Sophie's Place. Joining me for more on these stories is Brenda Locke, a Surrey City Councillor, also a former B. BC Liberal MLA. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. A few things to get to today, but I wanted to start uh, with a story that uh, I know has uh, angered a lot of people uh, and has a lot of people questioning why anybody would target a place like Sophie's Place. Uh, it was vandalized back in August. Uh, RCMP have now put out some pictures of the suspects. And I know you have a special connection with that place. Uh, what, what was your response when you heard that it had been vandalized? You know, it's incredibly sad that uh, anyone would stoop so low as to vandalize or or harm in any way that facility. And and for people that aren't familiar with it, what does Sophie's Place do? So Sophie's Place is a child advocacy facility for children and youth, and the the children and youth are victims of abuse physically, emotionally, and sexually. Um, they are also integrated with the Child Development Centre that is also part of the, of the um, facility. And those children are often uh, physically challenged. Uh, there's also some typical children that go there, but the, the place is best practice for all children. Uh, which has got to be uh, upsetting as well in that the surveillance pictures that RCMP released show uh, rather young people. I think the ages of the suspects, uh, they're thinking around 14 to 16. Uh, they can be seen vandalizing an unmarked police car and then some of the playground equipment. Yeah, it's pretty difficult to get your head around why uh, youth would be that angry and would be uh, doing that kind of uh, really um unnecessary damage to to Sophie's place especially it's a very it's a very special place for Surrey uh, I think Surrey residents that know about it are very proud of that facility and for them to target that location is incredibly sad uh, well hopefully with the release of those photos and that information it will help in the investigation uh, speaking of crime this is a crime that commit was committed in Surrey there has been a lot of talk uh, as well about the RCMP the transition to a police force so what is your reaction to the BC Liberals uh, promising that they would hold a referendum on that transition if elected well I think that uh, I think that's a very positive move for the city I can tell you I hear daily, sometimes hourly, from residents who are just absolutely opposed to this transition. And they're opposed for a number of reasons, some of them because they really want to keep the RCMP, but a lot of people because they absolutely don't understand why. They have never been given the facts. They have never been heard. And uh, it's been a very poorly uh, done secretive process to date. Are you concerned, though, that this could be an election promise, something to get those voters? I mean, you're somebody that has the background in provincial politics and now in civic politics, uh, because Mike Farnworth has come out saying this is a municipal issue, that they've already gotten the green light, that this this is no longer a provincial issue. 
Well, I think that um, Mr. Farnworth should go back and check because actually it is the responsibility of the province to make sure that uh, policing and public safety is the responsibility ultimately of the Solicitor General of the province. And so there is room for this and certainly there is room in the uh, in the solicitor Solicitor General's uh, act to be able to uh, to require a better public input, but they can go as far as a referendum. That is quite appropriate. Uh, what is happening with with the transition? Like you said, there there have been a lot of questions about the cost of the transition, where things are. I know the pandemic has changed some things there, even as far as how council meets. So where is the process from what you know? Well, and, and that's a really good question because uh, the, the entire process from day one has been kept solely in the mayor's office. He has not shared very much with council at all. So uh, where they are now, it's uh, with the police board and they're going to have to make some decisions. But, you know, all of the information they get is also filtered. So I hope that um, the police board members uh, understand that. Uh, The process has been flawed, no doubt about it, from the beginning, and that is why Surrey residents are so up in arms. I mean, when I, as a sitting councillor, have to FOI my own city to get information, there's a problem. And I think that um, we have heard uh, the Premier say that the public had the right to know the cost of this uh, transition. We do not know the cost. We do not know the cost. of the risk management piece, we don't know any of the costs. That is um, that is not factual when they say we've been given the costs. They're still basing this on an old report from 2018. And is that the, the dollar figure of putting it at around $19 million? Well, that's the number they said, but now they're finding out other information and that number just keeps creeping up and there's no real targeted number and it's also talking about a police force that is that is smaller than the police force we have today in number of of uh, members it's also one that has never had an increase in about four years and we know that Surrey's growing um, at a rapid pace every year we add a city the size of White Rock to the to the uh, population of Surrey. We haven't increased our police force in over three years. And when you say that as a councillor, you have to FOI to get uh, basic information about this. How many times have you had to do mm-hmm. that? Well, I had to do it right at the very beginning to get the uh, the information on the public consultation piece, and um, I I asked uh, the city to provide it. They wouldn't, so I had to go through an FOI process myself. Uh, do you see anything changing then as far as uh, during the election campaign? Again, this being used as a promise uh, from the BC Liberals, uh, this obviously will be discussed, but uh, will anything happen with the transition or this process, do you think, before uh, we know the results of the provincial election? Um, I don't uh, I don't see... Well, I think that the... Uh, the NDP are going to have to take a better look at it than just saying it's a done deal because they know full well it is not a done deal. That's just the mayor's lingo. I think they have to uh, 
take a look and a hard look at the citizens of Surrey. We have 6,000 or 7,000 lawn signs. There's more lawn signs to keep the RCMP in Surrey than all the all the parties put together will even dream to have in this city. Um, the opposition is clear. Citizens don't want it. So I think, you know, cooler heads need to prevail and a little bit of common sense would go a long way. Uh, we haven't seen that so far, but it would go a long way in this process. All right. Uh, Councillor Locke, we'll have to leave it there for today. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. That uh, was Brenda Locke, a Surrey City Councillor. Uh, curious if you agree when Councillor Locke said the majority of Surrey residents don't want the transition to a civic force.